This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. It's been 10 years since the legend Peter Steele died. I wonder how he'd be dealing with coronavirus if he was alive. It's almost impossible to properly social distance with a massive dog. He'd probably die all over again. Alright, the legend time. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Hello! Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. It's Rob here for another week. Let me fix my camera. And we have a mm -hmm. very special guest sitting in with us on this episode, as you can see. First off, let's introduce everyone. I'm Rob. It's Noah. Hey. Sid. Hey. It's Darren. And then in the middle over here, if you're watching the video feed, is our very special guest, New York-based comedian Ian Fidens. Fidens, Fidens. How, how do we? What's the problem? Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. You're Thanks. supposed to give him the the Johnny Carson, the very funny, very talented. Uh, you may know him man. from many uh, New York comedy clubs. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Ian Fidens. <laughs> Thank you so much, Johnny. I appreciate that intro. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you if you do if you kill it, you get to go sit over on his couch later. Oh, you know um, well, you know, I'm really trying to social distance, so I'll take a rage. <laughs> <range. laughs> uh, and Ian, you are of course a fan of the hard rocks, the heavy metals. Actually, you were featured in our column, Humor of the Beast, which uh, talks to comedians about rock and metal. So yes. you'll, you'll you'll fit right in here. Yes, podcast. I love that was awesome. That actually got me street cred with a girl I was trying to bang a while ago. So thank you guys. <laughs> oh, we, we're always here to help uh, give people street cred with girls they try to bang. So appreciate it. That, it. It didn't work, but oh. I think that was more of a me thing and a less metal injection thing. So thank you guys. Uh, <laughs> I also do want to mention that uh, we have a phone number. We're live. Well, we record every Tuesday, 6.30 to 8 p.m. Eastern, right about then, around then. You know, we try. We have some technical difficulties. And you can be a part of the show. 213-WIDE-NUT is the number. That's 213-943-3688. And in addition to that, we also have a Patreon, if you just need a little more live cast, where the archives of these video episodes go. And we also have bonus episodes every month. This month, we watched Santa with Muscles and did a live-running commentary. It was brutal. Ian, you ever do not want to watch Ian? this movie. What is it? It's a Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hogan movie. It's a Hulk Hogan vehicle. Oh, wow. <laughs> Where, and uh, it's Hulk just Hogan, like... Hulk Hogan loses his memory uh, and thinks he's a it's department store Santa Claus. But he thinks he's actually Santa. He thinks, all right, he thinks he's actually Santa, and then it's like an undercover mission to stop a Oh, wow. Guy. He loses his memory? I bet he wished he uh, had this movie happen after he got caught saying the N-word on camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, after after he ate the chicken parm and fucked that girl on camera. And, uh, oh, that's that, right. I thought that was David Hasselhoff. No, no. <laughs> the cheeseburger on camera. That's yeah. right. And he just tried to fuck his daughter. Okay, I got it. Perfect. <laughs> well, uh, Hogan I mean, might have done that, too. 80s oh, yeah, star. that's right. Broke Hogan. <laughs> 80s star who became kind of a 90s washed up sea level star with really stupid hair i feel like that's could be either one of those two guys mm -hmm. totally. both had side music careers yeah they got a lot in common the hawk yeah. and the hogan germans both are big in germany uh -huh. yeah, for sure 
Well, Ian, you know, you are a comedian. You are a live performer. We've been talking about how this quarantine has been affecting musicians. For you, for someone who makes his living in nightlife mostly every night, how, I'm assuming this has affected you very negatively. I don't know what you guys are talking I'm out every night. I'm killing it. There's, <laughs> no, there's no competition. I, I just I just go to the towns with the least amount of cases, and I am crushing it right now. <laughs> uh, it's a terrible dystopian nightmare, and I can't wait till it's over. Uh, back to you, Rob. <laughs> you, have like really... a, you have like a tight five on coronavirus. Like you're I mean, it's funny because I, I was so there's a show on Comedy Central called This Week at the Comedy Cellar. And I was filming a couple episodes leading up to when everything got shut down. So I had a ton of Corona jokes. I had a ton of topical jokes. I had a ton of like love is blind jokes. So they all are gone. I mean, I still have them, but everything that I was supposed to shoot for TV just went out the window. But, uh, you know, I I actually haven't been writing a lot of stand up. Um, I don't know if it's kind of like, you know, like when you break up with a girl, you never listen to the songs that you guys had together. You know, I, I think I might be, you know, mourning that way. But um, I think about a lot and I know when everything stopped, I was like really on like a fucking great I was in a great place. And I know it's going to pick up when it all comes back. But I've been writing other things, which has been helping out a lot. But it's just tough. You know, when you write like you can't go out and practice it anywhere Unless I'm in my backyard yelling, you know, but I'm pretty close to that. So, <laughs> Ian has been working on a really funny cartoon called Surviving with Gary and Ian. And I've, I've been enjoying that a lot. Oh, you're a sweetheart, Noah. Thanks. Yeah, it's about uh, two roommates, Gary and Ian, that uh, live <laughs> together in a global pandemic-induced quarantine in New York City. So uh, it's definitely science fiction. Um, definitely not <laughs> based in reality. But it's a it's a four to five pound cartoon strip that comes out every day. It's like an old more old school Sunday morning cartoon, and each day it has to do with you know like a topic or theme that the entire world is going through. So it's it's been pretty cool, and we're we're uh, we're gonna try to turn it into a book, which would be really nice. It's like a time capsule for what we all went through. That's very that sounds very fun. Uh, yeah, I've just been, I, like you know how people like write a novel, do a book, like when. <laughs> when do you have time to do this? Like when you're not Dude, stressing. I feel the same way. I was just talking to my friends last night about like how I feel like such an unproductive. Like I, I yes. have this mentality of like I have to come out of this. I have to win the quarantine. I have yeah. to come out and have the X, Y, and Z. And if I don't, I'm a piece of shit and I should quit. And everyone will be better than me. And at the same time, it's like uh, I haven't had a night where I just watch a movie in forever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel the same way. And I was actually like, um, you know, like I just get wrapped up in, 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 I mean, I'm so grateful that I have work to do, but I just start getting tunnel vision cause I'm just staring at a computer for like eight hours mm -hmm. and I feel like a, like a zombie and I like, I don't want to play guitar. I don't want to exercise. I don't want to do anything. But, um, like I was also feeling not productive and, and my therapist, um, she was saying a lot of people feel that way. And also like in a pandemic, it's not a time to like improve yourself, but it's more like maintaining what you have and your sanity. Yeah. I was actually starting to feel good about myself. So I was going out and running and stuff like with extreme safety precautions. And then we had uh, like we had Joe Satriani on last week 
And oh, he's talking wow. about how he worked with Christopher Guest, you know, from Spinal Tap. And Christopher Guest, like, is a mandolin virtuoso and, like, all this stuff. That I keep hearing people saying stuff like, like, you know, they're learning how to fucking juggle and in Russian or something like. It's like you know, <laughs> it's like I, I, what what the fuck am I doing? You know, I'm watching Ozark. You know, okay, great, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, legitimately, the other night I was spiraling to a point where I filled out all of my information to take a Joyce Carol Oates masterclass. <laughs> <laughs> And then at the last second, I was like, okay, you don't, uh, okay, you you don't need to, to take a short story writing class from American novelist Joyce Carol. Just calm down. Try it a little Do you know what's, so um, also what's been happening to me is, I guess because I'm sitting all day and I'm not like moving or exercising, Uh-oh. whenever I do get up, like my Thank toes her. go numb. No, like I feel like... <laughs> I don't know. I think like my body is slowly dying because I can't like I'll start walking my dog or whatever and I can't feel three of my toes. Well, that oh, must you... be so hard for you, Noah, because you, you're not practicing jujitsu anymore, right? No. That must be so tough. Yeah. And I... In Spanish, you don't need to practice. She's already mastered it. She's like at the top. No, I'm not. I'm not master. It's like Tony job. <laughs> but it was such a great outlet for me. And now I just I don't know. You're not yeah. doing any home practice? Nothing? I am, but it's not the same. Yeah, yeah, it's tough to not do it with another person. I, I mean, I feel the same way about sex right now. And um, <laughs> I, I've, I've been practicing at home, but it's just really not the same. <laughs> and I keep having to wash my ghee. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, that's a really abrasive cum rag. <laughs> oh, so that's why I've, that's why I have so many wins in jujitsu. I just wear my cum rag and they're like, I tap out. I tap out. <laughs> Shortest jujitsu win in history. Yeah, right. I, no. I, f- I feel your pain, Noah, because like for me, I like especially this this week. I've missed going to the bathhouse so much. Like, <laughs> I know this sounds crazy, but it's like I love I love going to a nice Korean spa, getting a schwitz, and uh, especially like now, like right now, it's like oh, there's nothing to do. Like I like I'm like oh, I need to relax. I need to calm down, not be stressed. What do I do when I want to calm down? Like oh, I go to a schwitz, but like obviously you can't do that right now. And like. Oh, how I can't wait to schwitz when this whole thing is over. Rob, I love how you're, like, so committed to bringing back the old original meaning of bathhouse that you, like, plow right through without, like, worrying about anyone's reaction whatsoever. Like, I feel like that... What, whatever has, do you mean, Darren? It's just, you know, I mean, it's taken on slightly a different connotation in the past 40 years, and not that that's a bad thing. And let me tell you something, I've been doing everything I can to help it take on that new connotation, so i brought it up. Hey, look, a bunch like, of guys I, hanging out in a steam room want to relieve themselves. Nothing wrong with that. Sure. <laughs> Can't you just, like, go into your bathroom, run the hot water in the shower, and, like, whack off into the mirror? Like, isn't that basically the same thing? Yeah. Well, it's tough for Rob because no other naked men will be there watching him. So yeah. I think I'm like, I need, I need, but that's, that's I why I'm saying material. into the mirror. If I it's into the mirror, that's no. like a second guy in there. I'm not attracted yeah. to myself. I'm not hot enough uh, for myself. Uh, 
Oh, Rob's wow. gonna shave. Rob's gonna shave one side of his face and be like, "Oh, how are you? I didn't see you there." Like the uh, like the share impersonators on uh, Star Search back in the day with the half and half. You does anybody remember that? Am I dating I myself too much, Darren? Thank you, Darren. I remember this. Yes. And, and they would McMahon, do like Ed uh, McMahon nearly plots. <laughs> By the way. We have an Ed McMahon and a Johnny Carson reference on the show. Thank you very much. God. In the first 20 minutes, no less. Like, Doc where are we going coming up in the next hour. <laughs> you okay, Excuse Rob? Me. Yeah, just uh, doing my show prep a little late. But uh, I did want to mention, last week on the show, we talked about how a booking agent has said that like live shows, the live experience, he doesn't see it coming back until... like early 2021 but then there was I, thought, a- I don't i don't want to hear that that's incredibly depressing and i wonder if that booking agent was someone for like live nation no no it's or not. someone doing like huh it, it's just an independent booking agent like a metal uh tour booking agent he's not is affiliated he with any corporate- well know, is he also a psychic well hold on one second well this was the la- last week story he was just speculating just based on like oh you know how are you gonna sell out like even if shows come back in september there's going to be like uh limits like it's you can only fill the house halfway probably there's gonna have to be distancing so it won't get he was saying it won't get back to normal until early 2021 then this week in the new york times a uh a healthcare expert somebody who like wrote uh contributed to the affordable care act which in a way is a bit of a red flag but uh he has said that uh, he does not, he cannot conceivably see of large gatherings like concerts and, and conferences to Bad get houses. back to normal until four, uh, until fall of 2021. So it's oh, either that, later, I mean, that's, so that's, over that's a year later. That's the most asinine thing I've ever heard, because guess what? Whether, whether they think about it or not, it's an essential part of the economy. And to deny that from happening... The, the whole thing is they're trying to jumpstart the economy. I, I was reading some things today about how they're going to do like an integrated push of uh, slowly integrating us back. Like maybe an idea once more research comes out. Of, well, they found out already that the majority of people that are getting sick, especially in New York City, are all obese, asthmatic, pre-existing condition. And the other outliers, you're old, you know, so like – uh, they, I could imagine staggering us back into society in terms of like young, healthy people. You do a pre-screening, you're allowed out, you're allowed in the workforce. They're the people that repopulate society and all the old fats and fucking uh, sickies stay home until a, a vaccine or cure is found. And I think that's what we have to do. We can't just sit and be like, well, we have to wait till everything is 100% better. You know, at the end of the day, we've all got lives that, that need to go back to normal. And I think also there's going to be a huge push for people wanting to have some form of normalcy with like, I need entertainment. I have to go out. I want to feel normal. I want to go see a concert. I need to see a comedy show. And to say that that's not going to happen until 2021 is is fear mongering at, at best. And uh, well, it's predictions. Know. He's not saying this is fact. But I well, want to. I, 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 your throat. Fuck you, not you, not you. <laughs> nothing no, wrong with having you. a. First of all, nothing wrong with having a dick in your throat if you're into that sort of thing. Uh, but <laughs> secondly, but not uh, in a bathhouse. Well, well, again, if you're into house. that sort of thing, uh, and everyone around I get, you is I get wound thing. up. <laughs> I get wound up because I'm, I'm, you know, so scared of it never coming back. And I, well, I need to live. 
here's the thing. I agree with what you said, but there there is a big roadblock that you kind of like brushed over, which is like a pre-screening. There needs for anything to get back to any sort of normalcy, there need to be tests. At for, like ultimately, there needs to be a vaccine, and I feel like society will truly not get back to fully normal. Like even if shows start happening, venues start opening up, people won't feel comfortable going out until there's like as concrete a proof as possible. Even people that are healthy and not sickies, and by the way, a shout out to all the sickies listening to the live cast right now. Uh, but ultimately, it has to start with the testing, and there hasn't been anything close. Like right now, the five of us, if we were wondering, do we have COVID? Do we have, do we have the Rona? We can't go and get tested. They're only testing. Yeah, you can. No, you have to, you have to be showing symptoms. You There's can't a just get around, Rob. I don't know if you know about this. Uh, cough on a rich person, <laughs> and then follow them around to the doctor, and then there's <laughs> there's only so many tests available that they're only testing people who either show a fever or having problems breathing. But like, if you're feeling normal, you can't just go and check to see if you have. Right, and if you're feeling normal, you shouldn't be selfish enough to go and try and get a test. Yeah, That's the whole thing is people. people <laughs> oh no, 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 feel- for sure. I agree, but I'm just saying, like, we, we in order to be able to feel comfortable to go out, you should know if you have it. Right, right. But also, you know, and and I'm not trying to make the comparison to, like, the flu, but I feel like people, people stay, people, people go out sick all the time, and I think that's going to happen. To say that it's never going to happen where, like, if you're sick, you stay home and, and we're going to mitigate that and everything. I just think I think eventually and maybe I'm sorry, but I think eventually it will turn into a thing of once we get tests or, or once we get vaccines, that it will turn into a flu thing. where like, oh, I'm feeling sick. You don't need a test. You just go to the doctor to get fixed or you stay home and take care of it yourself. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Darren. I'm sorry, well, that would be when uh, we have. A vaccine, rather. Right, right. Exactly. And I'm speaking like way down the line once that happens. Right. That's, but a vaccine is a year. The vac- they're estimating the vaccine will be in fall 2021. <laughs> so, like, a vaccine doesn't just happen. Like, even if they have the vaccine right now, like, it's like, oh, we did it. We found it. You still have to do trials and testing, figure out what the side right. effects are. You can't just give it to people. You don't know. Like, everybody's different. Everyone will react differently to it. So, Hey, you have to you know, know that. something. It's all speculation. We don't oh, know what's going to happen. I do Maybe wanna, you're right. They might find a vaccine earlier. The entire world is competing with each other to find this this vaccine. Like I, well, is, I'm saying is even if it's FDA, found tomorrow, is the FDA not just speedballing everything? Yeah, just but, like pushing right. things through that would usually take like six months to a year of clinical testing, and they're just yeah. like bypassing every stoppage they've ever had in place. Well, but even even taking that into account, mm-hmm. right, you still have to produce these vaccines. You know, like just the production will take time. It's not they like can't even do- make, they can't even make Clorox wipes fast enough at this point. Yeah, like, like <laughs> let's take a step back. We don't even have enough masks just for our nurses, like let alone civilian, like civil, like you have yeah. to like know a guy. Like it's harder to get fucking masks than weed in New York right now. You know what I mean? I got, <laughs> I got a mask guy. You got a pharmacist. My pharmacist, he calls me and goes, I got an order of masks coming in. I'm putting them on the shelves at four. Get here at three. And I'm like, thank you, Vivek. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) He's got got the mask plug. 
That's right. Dude, I swear to God, I've been, dude, he hooks me up with cleaning supplies. I even, I mailed wow. a thing of Clorox to a buddy of mine in Forest Hills because he's agoraphobic now or agoraphobic. So I straight up am like hooking people up with, with masks and supplies and everything as best I can. Well, this is why we had you on the show. We don't want fucking Clorox wipes. Yeah, like, we actually, yeah. all of us need wipes. Fucking comedy schmomity. I haven't been able to find sanitizer anywhere. No, I have wipes. I have wipes. I have a mask. No sanitizer. I, I, I paid $15 for this. No, you didn't. That's insane. Oh. The price gouging that's going on right now is the most... It's, it's like... It's like when a hurricane hits and every motel in the area jacks their price up. Like, it's the most disgusting form of behavior. And we're also helpless to it. I I don't know what to do. You you can report them, right? Like, they're trying to shut it down. If you report the place, like, cops will go and... What, so I give call 911 and say I paid $15 for this hand sanitizer? I think 311, but yeah, you do... I mean, it's not a waste of time because they're ripping off people who don't have the money to be ripped off. I mean, where did you get that, Noah, on 125th and Lex? Like, where are they selling? <laughs> and look, it looks like, I don't know if you can see the price tag over there. It looks like 1500 Well. Oh, my God. One day. And Greenpoint. It's getting so bad, I got a fucking email from this guy, like a Nigerian prince or something, asking me to hold $120 million worth of Clorox wipes. It was sick. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. I'll I'll get 8% at the end of it. That's so funny. (laughs) That's so funny. Uh... But uh, also now, you know, everyone's feeling it, even fucking Ticketmaster. Uh, Poor guys. Let's let's all... They've suffered so much. I, I don't know if I can bear to hear the story. They're such a like, consumer-facing company that cares about their audience. You really feel for them. Yeah, you know who said that first? Eddie Vedder. <laughs> yeah. He was right. He was right. Yeah. Ahead of his time on that score. Uh-huh. So previously, Ticketmaster had uh, their deal was if a show is postponed, rescheduled, or canceled, you could get a refund and or you could choose to just get get the equivalent ticket for the postponed show or get a refund because hey just because the date changes doesn't mean you as a human being can go to the new date who knows what's going on in your life also now with the coronavirus if you even want to go to a show whenever it is but uh because essentially all of live entertainment was canceled for the next three months and everyone wanted their refunds Ticketmaster allegedly ran out of money and and we're, we're like they were in a liquidation crunch, so they changed their policy now, where you can no longer get a refund for a postponed show. You're still on the hook for that ticket, uh, but but they're so nice, you can choose to resell that ticket on oh, their reselling platform or a fee, <laughs> which yeah, they would take a cut so of, good. I'm sure. But but uh, after the story uh, came out yesterday, they slightly revised their policy to say that if the artist chooses to offer refunds for a postponed show, they can do that. Which to me sounds like if the artist is willing to take like the loss of whatever fees for this refund, then we'd be doing it. Otherwise we're not going to do it. But I have so a that, that's the story. So what, what, all right. So Where'd this fucking money go? Because don't they have, like, if you're yeah, a business... Yeah, like all those years of fees. But don't you keep 
an, enough money on hand to dollar for dollar for every existing ticket purchase until the show ends, just so you can refund no, people? Well, like, clearly no. So <laughs> what are they fucking doing with it? They kept Pay, it. paying themselves. <laughs> yeah, like so there's they're a not, yacht somewhere. They're withdrawing. Paying the fat cats. So the follow-up uh-huh. question is: They're not really out of money. They're just they're out of not willing assets. to pay you. They're out of liquid assets. Go to so the CEO. Of- He's got some fucking liquid assets. Right. Well, but but uh, based on like corporate law, the CEO is an individual. Like his mm. personal income is not attached to the exact corporation. So let's talk in, cl- in plain terms. That they're, they're not willing to give you your fucking money. Yeah. yeah. That's all. Absolutely. Is. That's absolutely what it is. And everybody is pissed off about that. Yeah, they should be. I mean, this this whole. Oh, <laughs> sorry, just getting a call. <laughs> That's it's completely your took over. Put your mask on. Go downstairs. Audio. It's the bathhouse. You left your wallet there. <laughs> it's Shlomo from the bathhouse. Oh, <laughs> Shlomo the homo. <laughs> oh. No, don't be Shlomophobic, please. This is a family show. <laughs> We had a, a to tell Ian. We had a long time uh, caller named Shlomo. He doesn't call anymore. He's like a nineteen-ish year old guy, uh, but he was autistic, hearing impaired in one ear, and an Orthodox Jew from Brooklyn. Oh my god! And, and listens to metal. He's, yeah. he like he was like our uh, crackhead Bob. So. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But sadly, he doesn't call anymore. Wow. You know, speaking of his seeds, it's going to be so interesting when. Uh, we do get a vaccine and the majority of, you know, a, a bunch of these like niche communities in America refuse to take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm, like I'm, 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 I'm already bracing the for intersection it. of the anti-vaxxer movement and Huge. taking the vaccine to save your life from COVID-19. I wonder what that's going to look like. You know? uh, two days oh. ago, Bill Gates was trending on uh, social media because people anti-vaxxers were littering his feeds to be like Bill, uh, Bill, like I will never trust anything for, like any medicine from Bill Gates. Uh, you know, Bill Gates should should be in jail. And I think it's it's something like all these like there's a the the Venn diagram of like anti vaxxer people who think this is all because of five G somehow, despite there being any proof. It's all like related, and I think there's a little bit of the Epstein thing in there. So I think because like Gates was on the Epstein planes, these anti-vaxxers who think it's a 5G hoax aren't going to trust the vaccine that he gives because that vaccine might have a data chip in it that will track you uh, for the rest of your life. I was going to say, what does Epstein have to do? Are they going to put like uh, raping a teenage girl into your arm or something? Like, I don't think that's a thing. I mean, I, I must... I must have had the Epstein vaccine for the past decade. Then I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, so maybe we saved you by not being able to bang that girl. Am I? <laughs> thank you, thank yeah. you. Or else I'd be I'd be skyping in like Joe Exotic from jail. So thank <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I got to be honest, man. Back in like 2008, I didn't vote for Obama because I thought he was going to bring about death panels and FEMA death camps. And he was going to take over. He was going to have total authority and become a, a fascist dictator. And I was right, but I was off by one president. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, no longer, I no longer feel that way. I was just on a lot of drugs at the time. 
and went to a thing they like to call cocaine psychosis. So, <laughs> <laughs> Although how much of it was just the baking soda really getting to you? Yeah, yeah, I had a bad allergic to baking so- <laughs> allergic reaction to baking soda. It made me, it made me a uh, <laughs> an anti-vaxer. And now there's a baking soda shortage. Thanks a lot. My fucking fridge smells like shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a prick. Uh, oh wait, before we move on from the religious Jews, uh, I showed Rob this. My other co-hosts don't know about this. Uh, there was a float of Jewish Hasidic Jews going around up and down every block of my neighborhood, blasting Jewish music, attracting a crowd of literally two or three hundred people. Are you in Marine Park? I'm not far from Marine Park. They might have gone there, too. uh, My my buddy sent me a video uh, at his grandma's house the other day of the the mitzvah tank, I guess, playing, gathering... Just like a Pied Piper of uh, Jewish people. Yeah, and then leading them to infect every single not Jewish person. Dude, I I, got to tell you this, and I know I'm not the only one. This COVID-19 has really just raised my racism up like a a couple notches. Like when a a dog hears like a whistle that no one else can hear and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's me when I see a Hasidic family without masks. (laughs) Oh. I mean... And we're Jewish, so we can say this. Uh, I don't know if you are, Ian, but this is a show hosted by four Jews. Yeah. We, I mean, I was already like that before when I see Hasidic. Yeah. And it's not because they're Jewish. It's not semitism. It's because of their behavior. It's because of the shit that they do. And I feel like they're the same, they're the same, like, both Darren and I grew up in Midwood, and, like, it's the same, they behave the same towards us. Oh, and Sid. It's a very specific subsection of a very specific orthodox like there's I, there's plenty of orthodox Jews that are wonderful people listen <laughs> wherever you live there's some kind of religious fanatics near you these are the ones we've got that's yeah. it yeah exactly like I feel like it's, we don't have that and, many and, that and, I know of evangelical Christians or like wacky totally and the religion has nothing to do with it like you said and it's all related to the behavior but these are abhorrent people and the right to religious free. I mean, the equivalent is those pastors in Louisiana that were like, hey, we're having services. God will save us. Yeah. Come congregate. It's like, we're dude, covered how in Jesus more blood. obvious is yeah. that religion is, su- organized religions are such jokes. Mm-hmm. Such yep. jokes. Uh, it's organized so religion <laughs> fucking sucks too. Fuck that too. <laughs> <laughs> Just because uh, you're doing shitty things in an organized way, that doesn't impress me. All right? No. It is, it no. is interesting so right now. Religious freedom is so gross in certain aspects. But, you know, my my girlfriend is Muslim, so I just have to say, uh, inshallah, um, you know. Something else. Allah Akbar. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you can hear this behind me. It's the Jew siren. Oh, because we're oh it's Shabbos. To- it's uh, it, it's oh, wait, not it's... Shabbos. It's the, I don't know what they're uh, doing. Pesach, I believe. Oh, they play it, yeah. They play oh. It for holidays, wow. and they, they blast the air raid. So, swear to God, true story. And I've told this on the show before. First time hold on, they hold played on. Darren, this. Can you stop talking. Let's hear it. All right. Can you hear it? Yep. Yes. And then it. Whines. It just sounds oh. like a Jewish mother whining. <laughs> that, that is it. She's on a bullhorn up at the top of which the is room. which is the equivalent of an Italian mother whining. <laughs> <laughs> you don't love me. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
hole anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, She's from now. what part of New York City? First time they played this, maybe the end of September 2001, so like two weeks after 9-11. She's <laughs> no. in my living room, chilling, <laughs> hanging out, and, you know, cleaning up, whatever I hear. I hear the, oh my God, the fucking, uh, they're, they're attacking. They're flying into my building now. What the fuck is happening? I turn on, you know, CNN or whatever. No, nothing's going on. No update. Okay. 15 minutes later, they play the fucking siren again. They give you a Shabbos warning, and then they give you the And then it's the official. The official and it happened Shabbos. again. I swear to God, I was freaking the fuck out. I was so stressed. I was like, there's a, they got, the Jews got a secret terrorist alert that didn't tell anybody. They have their network, the Chabad Lubavitch <laughs> network or some shit. Oh, my God. I That's so scary. Terrible. Have you that's... seen Unorthodox on Netflix? Is anyone no, Bren just I, told me about it. I, it's, on net, it's on Netflix? Yes. What is this? Is it good? Uh, it's really good. I haven't seen the last episode, so don't spoil it for me. But it's about... Um, it's, it's based on a true story of the woman who escaped the, the Hasidic... Unit. Right now, wasn't there a really good? Wasn't there a documentary on Netflix about that called One of Us? Yes. Oh my so god, I'm Netflix? too afraid to watch that One of Us. No, it's like, actually if you really just, good. If yeah. you just watch the trailer, it's like it just freaks. It makes me so uncomfortable. I can't. It I, has a lot of like <laughs> like uh, very nerve wracking parts, and it's also like somewhat uplifting too. Like these people got out in there. Mm. The one of the stories is really depressing, and another one is like, oh. this guy's just kind of living his life now you know it's like good and bad oh loser right i don't remember i watched this like two or three years ago i don't mm. actually remember his name but... yeah i need to watch unorthodox uh, a friend of mine told me that, that it's really great so that'll go on my list of movies i'll, I'll be too stressed out to watch because i feel like i'm not being productive during the quarantine <laughs> I view watching TV shows as the most productive thing I'm doing during the quarantine. So. That's how Sid always measured, measured his uh, productivity by how much he watches TV. So. Yeah. It's through the roof now. Yeah, Good for you. I, it's up. funny because I do work and then I'll get distracted and then I'll walk around and then I'll have these bursts of creativity where for like 20 to 30 minutes I am on fire and then it's like two hours of nothing and it's like I'm trying to force myself to do the the work during those two hours when I should just be like, no, TV time. It's okay. Unorthodox time. But instead, I, I just sit and flagellate myself. And it's, uh, it's not a good recipe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, Stephen King said uh, that the best way he describes his creativity is he has a muse. And the muse takes a, the giant steaming shit on his brain. And you cannot control when the muse has diarrhea. So yes, yeah. that's very true. And luckily, I'm in the scat porn, so I I will. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime my muse shits on me, <laughs> so we turn on and you get productive. Yeah, I know. I mean, my if I could teach a master class, it would be on writing with a boner. That would be my. <laughs> that's, you literally that's, stick that's, your that's, pencil in it and that's, write. That's coincidentally, that's like eighty percent of Joyce Carol Oates's class. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. That's a sign. I got to take it. Do you write better before release or after release? Well, you know, it's funny because I've been doing a lot of research on that lately. And, uh, 
I'm, I'm going to have to do a little bit more before I can come back with the results. But I think I'm at the age now, and I don't want to tell you how old I am, but I'm at uh, naps after he comes years old. So <laughs> I don't think I should do that before I write. <laughs> Oh, so that's man. like an end of the end of the writing session type event. Yeah, like a real reward, you know. I'll, uh, I'll write. I'll write one premise, no punchlines. I'll be like, you've earned it. <laughs> I have a, I have a, a follow up question. So, are you at the age yet where you you go you don't clean up your sick after you've done this and don't even get up to go to the shower? You just go right into the nap because that's the next level. Well, where are you making? Uh, <laughs> the ghee, remember? Let's yeah, right. Uh, let's say, for sake of argument, on your Brazilian jiu-jitsu training mat. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but if that were me, I'd be wrestling. Yeah. Hey, that might be somebody's turn on though. No, I. Well, you know, I don't want to pull the curtain back too much or get too gauche, but um, I don't really have to worry about much cleanup because I do it into my trash can. Oh. So, uh, you know, efficient. I just what it's efficient. It is, except for when I'm laying down and I have to hop up at the last second and I look like I'm trying to escape. <laughs> a oh. um, well, listen, you're a pragmatist. Yeah, I, I look I look like I'm trying to get through a maze of snakes <laughs> when, when I'm, I go from laying down to hopping up to aiming in my trash can. <laughs> so do you ever not make many? it? Does it happen where you're like, oh, oh, oh no. Yeah, I've lost a couple articles of clothing to some uh, poor timing. But also, I I I have chronic epididymitis, um, which is like a blockage. Like if you don't go right away and it like builds up, you can get epididymitis. So I have that gets inflamed a lot with me for some reason. So if I like wait and if I am running late and I wait to get to the trash can. I can I can be in like a lot of pain. So sometimes if I don't do the timing right, there is immediate cleanup that has to be done. Oh, man. yeah, damn, hard to hear that. Well, you know, it's just uh, you you pay the cost to be the boss. You know? <laughs> is there a, is there a cure? Um, uh, yeah, not jerking off all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but but I I I have. I'm, it's so funny because I think we all do this, but in my head, I'm very – I have a lot of shame. I have a lot of guilt, and I think I'm always the worst member of, of every group. I always think I'm the worst person on the train. I always think I'm the worst person in the room, you know? So in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, you do this too much. And then I'll talk to friends, and I'm like, dude, oh, God, I jerk off like four times every day. And I'm like, really? I do like four times a week, and I thought I was like an evil – person sent to hell you know so i don't think it happens as much as i'm making it out to be but when it does it really sticks with me with a lot of shame and guilt you know now what is the shame like what should you should you be saving that semen for something like like where is the shame from well the shame is because i'm doing it while i make eye contact with my cat you try not to feel shameful when you know you're just staring at a kitten did you Um, see that fucking cat was wearing let's be real (laughs) i shave him before i do it Uh, (laughs) no the the shame is in the sense that i should be doing more i shouldn't be doing this i should be working i should be creating and i'm not i'm a piece of shit for it you know 
So yeah. that that's you know what it is. Like, like you'll you'll say to yourself, oh, it's only going to be like a like a five to ten minute thing, just like a quick thing to get my my energy up or my mood. Yep. And then it like you just get like sucked in, trying to look for the perfect clip. Oh my to god! Find that, that, yeah. You know, and then it's and then it's like two hours later, or something. Two hours later, and you haven't even started. No, no, you're still <laughs> searching for that perfect clip. You're like, let me find a girl that looks like. A girl that got away in high school. Where is she? Uh, yes. <laughs> not the same age, but same mm. haircut. That's allowed. No, yeah. I feel like you. I feel like in life, you you either you either get to the point where you date your crush, or just find a porn star to jerk off to that looks like her. You know. Mm-hmm. That's healthy. Interesting. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but now, like my my girlfriend is away and so i'll do you guys do you, when you guys are with someone do you uh do you make to pictures of them if it's early in the relationship but uh n- not <laughs> that 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 is that moment has passed <laughs> that when they're new and when it still sort of feels like this could be something you just stumbled upon on the internet yeah you know? yeah yeah i wouldn't yeah, say pictures I but but scenarios, yes, like not not pictures, but like certain certain instances of like passion. I've, I've, oh, yeah. like like stuck porn. <laughs> what's that? That's a new one on. What, what, what yeah, what's stuck porn? You don't know what stuck porn is? Oh my god, it's this weird genre of pornography where um, you know, like uh, a girl is doing laundry. And then she needs help from like her oh, stepbrother uh, because she gets stuck in the laundry machine. And instead oh. of being like yeah. a helpful brother, he uh, just fucks her while she's stuck. So is she going around and around in the, uh, <laughs> no, no, in the no, washing no, machine? No. <laughs> they don't have the budget for those kind of special effects. Oh, so that's she's, the only reason. Though. She's yes. getting banged and she's like, wash cycle, wash cycle. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen oh. a few of those. I didn't know there was a name for it, though. There's, like, stuck in the window. Oh, bro, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I mean, we uh, can we just turn it off? Shut it down. We have hit every genre of pornography. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. It's over. Just well, stop. Why do we got to keep coming up with new scenarios? It's. I swear to God, it's like heroin. You just do it and do it because you're always chasing that first yep. thing. It gets more and more gnarly. Mm-hmm. There may sure. be no, there may be a lull coming up soon. I mean, there's, there's a bunch of stuff in the can produced, but after that, I mean, who's really? Oh, that's point? true. I mean, it, I think it's going to get to like Zoom, uh, 3D, like POV porn. Yeah. You know. Well, I think that's why, like stuff like OnlyFans, like uh, like uh, self-produced porn. Yeah. Is now, yep. is now doing very well, and also it. It's a, it's like a, it's all, it is basically the equivalent of like a Patreon where you're directly supporting the artist. The artist, yeah. But Rob, even with that, I mean, you're limited to what you can do on your own in your quarantine area. Like you can't have a different guy come in and. No, you're, you're, you're grossly underestimating how horny men are. (laughs) That would would pay for that. I mean, and just literally, there's some guys out there. What's that? Get creative with it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Like you were saying you were about to say, yeah, there are guys that'll pay for anything. Oh, totally. 
Yeah, guys, guys will pay for a girl to sit sit and read Dr. Seuss, and they'll be like, "Oh, this is you take all my money," you know. Eat <laughs> one fish, two fish, blow me, you fish, please. Just like, just have your head stuck in the bookshelf at the same time. <laughs> it's the combination of everything. Can you That's read all... this? Uh, can you can you recite this Joyce Carol Oates masterclass video while you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. While I fuck please. you in the washing machine, please. And they wanted to last as long as possible, so they're like, please, please, read me Infinite Jest, topless. Oh my god! <laughs> I guarantee that already exists. I guarantee that already exists. That has to already exist. It is pretty funny to think like they're gonna run out of new clips to post, like. Pornhub, like like you've run out of stuff to watch on Pornhub or whatever. Like no, even, like there's so much. There is such a huge catalog. Let me tell you of, something of archives just in the last five years. Yeah, but no one will run out because guess what? The way porno works is that it's like an ice cube tray. The second a little thing gets filled up, it bleeds over into another thing. So mm-hmm. like you're going to be like your thing will be like doggy style, and you'll be looking it up. And you'll be sewn to doggy style and you'll click on a clip on a thumbnail and it'll be like, wow, oh, I didn't know that I was into Spanish women. And they'll go into that and then you'll see like <laughs> the next one. And then you scroll down like, and there's yeah, like yeah. suggested and then, videos. And then you'll go on a clip, you think it's Spanish women, but it's a Thai lady boy. And you're like, well, this unlocks a new world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't watched porn, I would say maybe for like five months or so. Why? I don't want to watch it anymore. Why? So you're self-limiting? Yes. Because, again, like, it's exactly what I said before, where you just get sucked in and you waste too much time. And that it's like, I just don't want to... You don't see the benefit in it anymore. Mm-mm. So just to probe this a little bit... Uh... But yeah. also, you're, you're actively getting laid as well. Yes. <laughs> right. That helps for sure. Well, I... Don't... You don't want to do it, or you do want to, and you're stopping yourself. Um, I think at first it felt like that, but now I, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Do you find that your imagination has come back and your dreams are more vivid? Um, I don't really dream, but uh, I guess my imagination is more vivid. Because I, I quit for most of the quarantine, and Yay. I just barely... I mean, I'll scroll. The last two times I looked for like a second, but then I started to like look at pictures of my girlfriend and like videos of us. And that is what I did. But I really liked myself when I didn't look at porn. Yeah. Sometimes I'll get sucked in if I follow some accounts on Twitter and then like, you know, they post. I don't know how they get away with it, but they'll post videos and I just like, oh, then I scroll to the next and I'm like, no, 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 I can't. You quit porn or you quit jacking it entirely? Both. Oh, wow. Um, I guess both. Hmm. Just want to focus on the real thing. Sid is so disappointed. It feels good. It feels good. No, it's it's better for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It just takes me on like this weird spiral after I do it. And it's not like right away. It's like the next couple of days. Don't you feel more present during sex, too? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We just lost 40% of our Patreon subscribers. (laughs) Well, I mean, I had nothing to offer in that that way, so... They don't know that. They don't know that. I don't think they reveal anything. (laughs) 
Okay. If times get tough, Noah, would you start an OnlyFans? Jeez. Someone asked me, and I wasn't sure exactly what it was. Um, I don't know. Like the it's only, a porn my only Patreon. Fan, my OnlyFans account would just be me feeding Bruno. If naked? you're interested in that. Someone will probably pay. I mean, I guess you don't have to be naked. There's, there's non-nude OnlyFans. That's like really what? But they do <laughs> fetish stuff, right? I mean, it's not. Yeah, you would do, I mean, I don't know. But it's just called going to the store. What the fuck yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> It's, it's just you're supporting, you're supporting yes. your 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 favorite uh, personalities. I guess there's probably some guys that just get off like donating money to women. Yeah, it's yeah. called financial domination. Yeah, it's so called maybe, fin dom. Go well, sugar that, daddies. Maybe that's why they set up a thing, you know. Well, mm. I would love to do an OnlyFans, but I don't think people would pay to see me. But I've tried to pimp my girlfriend out into us doing an OnlyFans. Mm. And, um, you know, I'll say it. That was not a good idea. But. <laughs> what you well, it's what good that you have the communication to be able to talk about those things, to understand that it is not good. Yeah. Yeah. Ian is so good at communication. I would say oh, that's one of, one of his strong aspects. He's just really good. At uh, self-expression and just like talking about things. <laughs> that makes me happy to hear because I I feel like I'm not. So thank you. And I that's something I really try at. And uh, that's something in my current relationship that's like top tier has been amazing. So thank you for saying that. Yeah. No, I've definitely noticed that you're like definitely one of my more. Uh, no offense to any of my friends, but like you're one of the more like emotionally evolved and self-aware people that I know. Oh wow, thank you. I can tell that too. When you said you only jerk off four times a week, I was like, this guy's very emotionally <laughs> present and evolved. Was, hey, yeah. Noah, could, Noah, could you now name some of the least emotionally evolved <laughs> friends you have, just hey. for the record? Oh god, no, I don't want to. <laughs> A couple did pop yeah. into my head, but I won't say it. Yeah, er, earlier Noah lost most of the Patreon subscribers, but now she lost most of the podcast. <laughs> hey, is is my mic on? Hello? <laughs> did you see the, the race car driver that sent the N-word while he uh oh God. while he uh, thought his mic was off? He was doing they were doing some like coronavirus quarantine like racing game, like real race car drivers were driving in a simulation. And they had their headset on, like they're talking to the pit and all this stuff. And uh, he's like, they were having mic trouble. So he goes, oh, no one can hear me? Okay, N-word. And they were like, oh, your mic's on, buddy. <laughs> Hilarious. He got yeah. fucking torched. Wow. I didn't know I was a race car driver. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's hilarious. Because it's, obviously they all say it. So, wow, that guy's just being real. But it strikes me as of all the public uh, mistaken uses of that word, this has to be, it's not the vile racist, most racist one. It's just the dumbest one. Like, he, he wasn't even calling anyone that. He's just like, I feel like saying this word now. Well, I think, I think because there's such a stigma on it and it's such a no-no word, it's like, it, if you say the wrong word at the right time, it'll get like a real big giggle from people. So maybe he was like, what, like, do you ever do that thing in your head? that's like, what's the worst thing I could do right now oh, in yeah. this moment? And then you don't Sit do especially. it, obviously. Uh, but you can't help your head from going there. I think that happens with that word a lot. 
just because it's like so bad to say, you know, but I, I can tell, I'm not like, I don't know if this guy's racist or not, but I mean, saying that word at the wrong time was probably in his head, like a good idea, but that <laughs> seems like it's from an episode of South Park. Like I can picture Randy Marsh doing that. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Well, another thing I could picture Randy Marsh doing is picking up the new album from The Black Dahlia Murder. The Black Dahlia oh. Murder's new album, Verminous, is out this Friday on Metal Blade Records. And Verminous is the band's most dynamic, rousing, and emotional release to date. And it achieves all of this without compromising one iota of heaviness. Uh, we obviously are big fans of the Black Dahlia Murder here. We had Trevor on last month. Uh, he was He's an awesome guest, friend of the show, a friend of the show. And uh, we've done a lot of cool clips on Metal Injection with Black Dahlia Murder, including having Trevor host a trivia show of Black Dahlia Triver, trivia where the loser got slimed. Anyway, you could pick up the new... Were you the loser, Rob? I was not the loser. Oh. He provided I'm, the slime. I'm a loser, not the loser. Uh, the Black Dahlia Murders new album, Verminous, is out this Friday on Metal Blade Records. You can purchase your copy now at metalblade.com slash TBDN. The Black Dahlia Murder. By the way, something that Noah hasn't done in five minutes, have an emotional release, unlike the uh, Black Dahlia Murder. <laughs> she does, just not she, manually. She, yeah, like she has an emotional release with someone else present in the room, she's saying. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Someone with my boyfriend. Well, that's, he's someone. Yeah, yeah I get Yeah. yeah <laughs> just, just, want, just wanted to specify. In case I wasn't implying there was like multiple, like various people. It's just like. Just like a neighbor. Comes no, but in someone just, that sounds like, like random. It's too impersonal. Like I see. Someone. I see. <laughs> but. Jared, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Sorry. Technical difficulties. Oh. He's. You look like you were smelling a fart. I was worried for no, you. I, I crapped my depends. I apologize. <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to fix something here. Well, uh, I had that similar reaction when I saw this story that uh, Russell Crowe, <laughs> Aussie actor Russell Crowe, loves, 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 loves Disturbs cover of The Sound of Silence. Ian, have you heard uh. this cover? It's like the worst thing ever. No, and do I want to? No, I think I do. When I saw this on, on, I guess, Twitter, I saw it somewhere, and the way it was introduced to me was uh, they put the article and it said, Russell Crowe thinks this is the best song in the history of rock, and the headline was like, oh, yeah, Russell, yeah. Crow, Russell Crowe has only heard one song ever in rock. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so he called... This perhaps the greatest rock vocal ever, 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 Wait, like in all time. I mean, does he cover? owe Disturb money? What is he doing? <laughs> I, best vocal cover or best rock vocal ever? Like best quote, best rock vocal ever, and like Robert Plant, let's say. Yes, maybe David D. Rainman is his landlord, and he just doesn't want his rent to increase. <laughs> <laughs> wait is it possible wait he's from australia right yes like, what maybe like worst means best in australia is that possible oh, it's upside down well, here's the yeah, thing. Or, or it's just a language barrier who knows when when uh disturbed was on conan 
four years ago and performed this with a uh, with like a whole backing orchestra. He put Russell Crowe posted that, and he wrote every I can't eat like I, <laughs> every now and then someone comes along and redefines genius. Like what? <laughs> like this? Like are, are we watching the same footage? Can you play the song? Yeah, I'm loading it right now. Here's the Conan clip that. Oh, I already hate it. Trash it. <laughs> it's not far off from that. Oh, darkness, my old friend. Greatest rock vocal ever. Um, my old, he sounds like he's honestly he sounds like he's doing an old spiritual I mean it sounds like Russell Crowe and Disturbed made an old childhood bet <laughs> what who could say the biggest bunch of bullshit in the news and have a thick no no the, I thought you said like, an old childhood bed oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that thing when you're like kids and, and you're in a treehouse and you're like, I got to get out of this town. When I make it, I'm going to bring you with me. Oh. Like, uh... He's like, this is my friend. He's really good. He's just like, can't hit a note or whatever. Because a vision softly creeping. I over enunciate when I'm singing. <laughs> I was sleeping. And the vision that was planted in my brain. <laughs> I mean, this sounds like if. They somehow got a recording of a cow. Cal- <laughs> Cal- <laughs> <laughs> right. This brain is like 5G. It fucks with his song. It's like 5G. Look, I can't even talk. It I mean, if, if, they, if they got some vampire to, to cover this song, that's what it sounds like. My old friend. Yeah, Candle Opera was the, the word I was trying to say. I think I, I destroyed I mean, I feel like this is just like an episode of Ghost Hunters in a Castle, and this is a recording <laughs> they found. This is actually on the upcoming Capcom game, uh, the Castlevania Jewish Rock Castle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, get away from me with that garlic. <laughs> Please invite me inside your house. It is getting early in the morning. I must go before the sun comes. (laughs) I really hate the portrayal of me by Tom Cruise. For the last time, silver bullets kill wolves. <laughs> In the sound of silence. I mean, 
mean, that's a key word here. I would much rather listen to that <laughs> than this. Yes, I've heard nothing. We get it. We get the point now. We get the point. Oh, I was gonna yes. say, at least play like ten seconds of when it ramps up to a disturbed song. Okay. And when his voice, he goes up to the next octave, and can't, really can't do it. By the way, I made a parody of this song, which is about how bad it is. Maybe we could put it on the episode description. Didn't we just do that? <laughs> yes. It's, the, it's a remix. Uh, and I can't hit the notes either. But I sound like, like David Drainman, so it's okay. Please welcome this. Oh, sorry. Here we go. I'm, Has I'm Russell Crowe heard your version, Darren? Uh, no, because he would have not said that David Drainman's version was the best. Quote. Well, actually, he has, and we got a quote from him. Perhaps the greatest rock parody ever. It's oh, wow. very wow. nice. So he's only heard one rock parody. <laughs> Did I miss it? Did I miss it, or is it after this? The... This is like the guy that doesn't want to do karaoke and his friends force him. Like by social shame, but he really wants to do karaoke. <laughs> I mean, this, sounds, once this sounds up. like this sounds like if Celine Dion transitioned and then tried to continue her music career. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hear it. It does sound a little Celine-ish. <laughs> sounds like somebody kicks Scott Stapp in the balls. <laughs> Altered bridge. <laughs> this is live on Conan. They couldn't put the effects like it, like he had to actually sing it. The performance is much better if you see the video because the masturbating bears behind him like whacking off the whole time. It's much better in context. At the yeah. same time, the slip nuts are dancing. <laughs> the best. And then Conan's, this is actually not David Raymond. That's why it sounds so bad. It's actually uh, Andy Richter going, In the year 2000! That actually sounds way better than this song. I mean, it's good to know that Russell Crowe is, um, you know, one step closer to rehab. <laughs> yeah but yeah, that's the end of the song yeah that's the, we should we shouldn't play any more of that song no that was terrible <laughs> what if what if that what if we played that song and it cured corona <laughs> like that song it. is that song is so bad it, it would make a virus retreat like <laughs> but then but then you know we talked about anti-vaxxers there would be anti-disturbers that would refuse yeah. to take the disturbed vaccine. Sid is <laughs> raising his hand. First in line for not taking that vaccine. So then, I'll take so, my chances. So it would take disturbed solving Corona to get enough to get people on board with hating disturbed. You're saying. <laughs> Even I'm then, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work for Sid. Even then, I'm for it. Anything that makes people uh, not trust disturbed, it's fine with me. Be an anti-vax. Please. God, that song was bad. Yep. And it's like the biggest rock hit of like the last decade, probably. Right, Rob? It was like massive. Oh, it was huge. Yeah, it was absolutely because of the crossover appeal. It's just like every every radio station played it like they got classic rock radio play, you know, like all any any station that had any peripheral rock format. I heard it in like old Navy. 
and shit. Right. It, it kind of reached that level of popularity. I know you. I don't want you to play the video again, but do you know off chance did he uh, yell at Conan O'Brien for looking at his phone uh, <laughs> while, while he was singing this song? Because <laughs> he does that in concerts, apparently. Very important. You got to pay attention. That actually happened, Ian. Conan looked at his phone during no. that performance. No, no. He there was a David, David Drainman incident where he he someone in his crowd looked at his phone. He stopped the middle of a song and yelled at them. And said that you can't you can't be looking at your phone while I'm up here doing my artistry. So then that no. person that that person that he yelled at uh, posted publicly that I was actually getting a text from my daughter who uh, was saying that she was getting home safely and I'm a, I'm a huge disturbed fan and I really don't understand That's why he had to call. <laughs> ah. When he, to call when, he when he yelled at the girl, did he say? Put that sound on silence. <laughs> He's such an artist. He stayed in the song yeah. and just veered into scolding. Yeah, he he That's stopped true. the music. Going, oh, ah! oh, ah! <laughs> oh, so he, he like was actually serenading her. He always talks in those grunts. He was serenading her. We were looking at this all wrong. I mean, I feel like that was like when new metal came full circle. Like when Disturbed came out, that's when everyone was like, "All right, we've had enough." Yeah, <laughs> and that circle is the seventh circle. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty metal. All right, well, the David Draymond talk really uh, kind of took the wind out of my sails. <laughs> well, I like I like the vampire parody. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. I'm glad that came out of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, where can you go from here, you know? <laughs> well, we did get a little bit of uh, hate mail. Some, uh, and, of course, you could uh, always send us some feedback by emailing hatemail at metalinjection.net. Uh, oh, it's like hate mail ironic. I thought people were mad at you guys. I got so upset. Oh, there is some <laughs> of that. But it's we like, haven't gotten that in a really long time. Yeah, it's, it's usually it's usually in in like metal injection comments and mostly about Rob's articles and his perspective. Hilarious. We get like like hate filled anti Semitic stuff. Remember that? Years yes. ago. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it was like actually right around the the last election. I feel when. Uh, uh. Online, uh, online trolling was very active, and and fuck that. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I mean, it was hilarious. It, it was. We had fun uh, with it. I'm I'm apologizing for writing the email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That makes sense. It was you that did that Photoshop that like used that old, you know, stereotypical Jewish guy with the nose, like holding his hands and putting a metal no, that, that was on. just a selfie I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so this is from our, our listeners whose name is also Rob, but he spells it with two B's. So it's Rob. I like Rob with two B's. I like that. And so is it like short for Robert with two B's? R O B B E R T? Is that how he like? I've never seen that. He, he acquires the extra B when it's shortened. He doesn't want to go too short. Okay. His parent, his parents had a stutter. <laughs> oh. 
Should I start spelling my name with two Vs? No. No, you got to go with three now. It's yeah. cool. The drummer in my band, the drummer in my old ska band, spelled <laughs> his name Rob with two Bs. You know, I might just do Rob with four Bs, so it's the same amount of characters as just writing out Robert, <laughs> but just with the Bs. Right, so you, it's not, you can't even say you're shortening it. Rob-ba-ba. Would it still be pronounced Rob, though? Yes. Yeah, the last three Bs are silent. Noah looks so disgusted right now. I love it. No, I'm trying to figure out how I would say it. You have to kind of like do like a trill with your with your lips. You should you should spell it R R apostrophe O B B B B B. Can we get R Rob? We got an umlaut and a tilde in this. Rob. R R Rob. Rob. <laughs> yeah, we can throw an umlaut over that O. Yeah, for sure. Rub. Rub. <laughs> you are, it's what you are anyway. Rub. Hey! <laughs> All right. So Rob writes, and by the way, Sid, you'd be happy to know that he wrote this email in Comic Sans fonts. My dude. I gotta go. Okay. Wait, what? What is this? <laughs> Comic Sans. I you like that. Um, he's a Comic Sans activist. That's right. That's so up. gross. <laughs> You're not a fan of Comic Sans? Don't be no. a snob. Come on. I feel like he can be against it because he's an actual comic. Yeah. Mm. Oh. So he is Sans comic. I see. So you've you've lived the life of, of, <laughs> of seeing a, a, a sheet of, of like the tonight's crew, tonight's guests, and it's your name in Comic Sans. You just don't like that kerning. Yeah, I mean, I, I I just don't like the disrespect of it saying comic sans. Sans what? Without what? Don't insult me. <laughs> See, it's too personal for you. That's the issue. Right. You're well, right. I actually have an aesthetic. I need to divorce right. myself of my of my proximity to this yeah. in order to give an opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, the, we actually the, have the a, a merchandising shirt that says Comic Sans Pride. So it works yeah. on two levels. It's like you're proud of Comic Sans or you're a comic without any pride in yourself. Oh, there you go. And I'll just now. There you go. Metal slash live cast merch. If you're, if you're interested in that. And, uh, so he, he writes, I love you guys, but your Sharon Osbourne impression is legitimately better than your Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Uh, I Drink that bleach. Oh, I told you to clean up, but not drink the bleach. Oh, Ozzy, put, put on your mask, Ozzy. Ozzy, you can't get the virus. You've already got every other virus in the world. I'm very upset that Harvey Weinstein never tried to harass me. How dare he? Ow, Ozzy! Ow, Ozzy! Treat my pussy like a bat and eat it! (laughs) (laughs) But the bat was attractive. Ozzy, you're good at fingering me because you already have a shake, Ozzy! (laughs) I say he just puts his hand there and lets Parkinson's do work. (laughs) Oh no! Oh. Oh, Ozzy, is your favorite Beatles cover shake, rattle, and roll? <laughs> Ozzy, come here and stand still and hold this glass of milk. I want a milkshake. 
When I get a martini, I say I want an Aussie nutster. <laughs> when I make chicken, I use Aussie and bake. Aussie, why did you sing that song with Eminem and Little Wayne? Wait, is that the rap cover he did? What was that rap no, song? No, it was, uh, Post, that was Malone. Post Malone. Oh, God. Oh. Same difference. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, Post Aussie, Malone is that... like a combination of Eminem and Lil Wayne, basically. Ozzy, just die out. You don't need to be relevant in 2020, Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there any more of that email? There is more, but... Uh, I yeah, thought well, you were going to say, is there any more of that impression? I was like, <laughs> 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 Drop uh, Bring out the towel. Uh... <laughs> So he continues that no one can imitate the Scottish accent because Drew McIntyre is Scottish. Uh, Where's McIntyre? Yeah, oh, oh, he's a pro wrestler. He just won the WWE World Championship at WrestleMania. Oh. And, uh, last week, Darren was doing a Scottish accent, uh, mocking him. Not mocking him. The show him. is like probably 10% metal, 20% wrestling, and like 70% fart and dick jokes. And, fi- and making. Making, right. <laughs> Well, that would go under I love a good make. Oh, wrong person. Sorry. I love a good make. <laughs> no. I guess. Oh, I'm melting. No. This is like the, T, the T-1000, the melting at the end of Terminator 2, <laughs> going through all its phases of impersonating. <laughs> uh, and then he just, he goes on to say that he preferred the Undertaker AJ match to the John Cena Bray Wyatt. Well, that say. Undertaker match is great. Do you think they're going to have like cinematic matches from now on? Uh, I think definitely as long as there's a virus quarantine. I don't know. Maybe after, too, because like, this, this is the best reaction they've got for a match in like 14 years. So I, We actually haven't talked about this, but like just yesterday, WWE was deemed an essential service by the government of Florida because they've been... They've been shooting this whole time. They've been shooting their shows. Uh, and then, like, they kind of pre-recorded a bunch of shows leading up to WrestleMania, including WrestleMania. It was pre-recorded. And then this week, they came back to Florida because they ran out of taped material. And Florida now has a, a lockdown or, like, a stay-at-home order, whatever it is. And uh, they, they now decided they're not just going to be pre-taping. They're going to be going live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So Wait, that... you left out the best part. Hold on. They brought their talent down to do this. Oh, no they agreed. brought their talent down with the idea that they would be taping the next five weeks of tapings this past weekend. And then at the first taping, Vince McMahon decided, no, we're just going to go live. Why? Because Vince McMahon, in the contracts that they have with the broadcast networks, they have huge contracts, which is the most money they make all year is from these TV contracts. And... The contracts are for live programming. So Vince McMahon is afraid that if he doesn't provide, excuse me, live programming, that that would give, that would make them in breach. And then the the networks can negotiate to pay them less, which he does not Ooh. want. So he's going to be making all of these wrestlers either quarantine or travel once a week. And then, but then everyone was like, how is this legal? There's the lockdown. Nobody can have these gatherings. That's terrible. Um, 
And so people were inquiring with the mayor of the city, because they own this gym in, in, in Florida, outside of Orlando, in Orange County. And the mayor was like, yeah, we told, we, we've been trying to get them to stop. But then that day, the governor uh, issued a decree that uh, like any sort of sport that has a national audience is an essential service, including WWE. So now, theoretically, you know how UFC is having trouble putting on a show? UFC can go to Florida now and do a show. <coughs> Excuse MLB me. MLB can just do all their games in Florida. So now, now, I know what you're saying. How did this happen? How did the governor of Florida, how did this even get on his radar? There's so much shit to deal with right now. How did he even have the time to decree that WWE has the permission because they're an essential service? Well, coincidentally, the day before... I think I know the answer to this one. The day before, I don't know if you know this, Vince McMahon's wife, Linda McMahon, she used to be the head of the Small Business business Administration. Small Business. The Small Business Administration. (laughs) (laughs) Small Business, we all... That's actually the EPMD reunion album. (laughs) But she quit. She left that position to now uh, be the person running a Trump, the Trump re-election super PAC. And the day before, they arrange with Governor DeSantis of Florida to be spending like something like $18 million in Florida on his re-election bid. So what a coincidence that the very next day after this Trump super PAC run by the wife of the guy running WWE and, and after this super PAC committed to giving the state $18 million or maybe even more, I might have the number wrong, uh, that the very next day they're like, yeah, WWE is essential. Nothing mm-hmm. fishy here. I'm all in fucking prison. Well, you know, um, mass, a bunch of designer masks are coming out. And people are saying that they're trying to capitalize on, you know, whatever, whatever, which is true. But also, if you're making masks during this pandemic, you were deemed an essential business. So in that way, they can keep producing other products. Mm. So everyone is just finding a way to profit off of all this. I didn't know And it's just so disgusting, except for the common working man. We're all the ones that are truly getting fucked during all of this. And I do want to mention you can get your live cast mask at metalinjection.net. No, I, we're not saying no, that. Do we have the capabilities of doing that? Can we put our logos on masks, Rob? Have you looked into it? Send set. me money via Venmo, and I will not give you a mask, but I will uh, give you a feeling of goodness and wellness every day <laughs> by just following me on social media. What that's is this? my mask. The mask your sad emotions. That's what, this, that's what my mask gives you. Is this Finn Dom? Ian, what's going on here? Uh, I don't know, but I'm on Cameo, and I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we wrap up, Ian, how can people follow you and uh, keep up with your little little bits of, uh, of knowledge and love on the social media? Well, I'm so glad you asked, Rob. You can follow me on Instagram at iAnimal, I-A-N-I-M-A-L, uh, like iPhone, but with animal, iAnimal. Um, I post a cartoon every day with Gary Veter and Julia Johns. Uh, it's called Surviving with Gary and Ian. It comes out every day, 11 a.m., Monday to Friday. I'm really proud of it. It's been great. It's great. And the goal is to turn it into a book, which uh, we're really excited about. We have a Patreon coming out. 
Um, and I'm on Cameo, too. Cameo.com slash Ian Finance. And I'm really having fun making, like, wild, crazy videos for people. And uh, I don't know. I'm trying to make the best of a bad situation, you know. And, um, you know, if I could plug one more thing. Um, plug New York away. State Unemployment Office, please make it easier for us to get uh, unemployment because uh, I'm getting really disappointed every time I get through of you hanging up on me. So um, if you're listening, uh, please amend that. Thank you. Hey, listen. Andrew <laughs> Cuomo is a big fan of the show. Yeah. Oh, I He's love a, it. What about his nipples? Patreon. I don't know if you guys saw, but because of all this unemployment unemployment stuff, all these uh, unemployment servers are crashing. And yeah. and the thing is, these servers are so archaic that the programming language that it's written in, COBOL, it hasn't been used in 20 years. So now Jeez. all of these retired programmers are coming out of retirement just to like help fix these systems. These are how... like unattended to these fucking systems are that someone just built it 20 years ago and they just left it. It's insane. That's crazy. It's well, insane. Uh, Amazon is taking 30 orders a second and they are not crashing at all. And the the unemployment needs it. I was telling a buddy, I was like, team up with Google, team up with Skynet, team up with anyone <laughs> you want. Put a camera in my pee hole. I do not care. <laughs> Follow me wherever I go. I've had that. Chip me up. Put a chip in me. I don't chip me up. Tortilla, electronic, whatever. I was 69 Bill Gates. Just get me my fucking employment check. And with that, Ian, thank you so much. Uh, for Wait, it's really that flew by. Yeah. yeah, Patreon shout outs, Bob. Uh, yeah, I, I did just want to thank Ian and I want to thank everyone uh, uh, for listening and we will be back next week. And of course, before we go, I do want to give a shout out to our li top live cast fans of the week and to be a top live cast fan of the week. Uh, all you have to do is donate $10 a month to our Patreon and you get a shout out. And in addition, you get access to all the bonus episodes that regular patrons who pay $5 a month. And you can get all this fun stuff at patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. All right. So who Patreon are the fans? Shoutouts of the week. We got Eric Rabaganoush, a.k.a. Justin, uh, Benjamin, El Tutorino, Cynical Sids, Cynic Cynicism, Dan R., Cattle Decaf, Mindy Mayers Keepa, Croc Destroyer, Sam I Am I Is, we have Justin with an E, Gender, Chasseur Chassousets, Oh, La Croix. Can you actually uh, redo those in the Sharon Osbourne voice? Oh, Sharon. no. <laughs> no. Oh, did someone shout out some the week? <laughs> Eric, Ramaganusha, <laughs> K.A. Justin, Benjamin, El Dudorino, Cynical Sin, Cynic Cynicism, Dan R., Colonel Decaf, Mindy Mayer's Keeper, Crook Destroyer, Sam Boy is. Justin with an E, Janda, Chesel, and LaCroix. Now, Rob, can I just ask, since we just gave them like an extra week's worth of shout outs, is there a way for us to go into the Patreon and charge them an extra two, three dollars? <laughs> this is not a fucking charity, what we're doing here. Uh, I want that fucking money. That actually on, covers dude. next week. It's fine. Okay, so next week we don't do any shout outs. Plus, okay. we got a celebrity to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's true. Well. <laughs> That's going to do it for us, so there's only one thing left to do, and that's dance. Say goodbye for now.